is Adam from the ABA and you're listening to Smoking Hot Confessions. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben Arnott and I'd like to welcome you to a ripper of a new episode of the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast, Australia's first barbecue podcast. This episode was recorded live at the Barbecue and Beats competition at the Night Quarter on the Gold Coast of Queensland, Australia. It's a very interesting episode as it documents a barbecue competition that was the first of its kind in Australia, a day competition. Traditionally, barbecue comps in Australia have been an overnight deal. Teams turn up on a Friday or Saturday, start cooking that afternoon, cook through the night and turn in their boxes the following morning. In this day competition, teams were able to arrive very early on the Saturday morning, cook through the day, hand their boxes in in the evening and have a presentation in the night. This allows teams more exposure to the public with people coming out for a full night's entertainment of music, food and drinks. It also takes only one day out of their weekend instead of two, meaning there's still time for those other people. Um, who are they again? Oh, yeah, our families. It was a small comp teams-wise. There were only eight of us. Yes, I said us. I threw my hat in the ring and decided to take a swing. I was armed with my Radar Hill Smokers vertical offset an esky full of killer meat from Pure Meats Robina, and a box of Ironbark from Ministry of Smoke. I was up against some big names though. Smokin' Sappers, Smokin' Hot Bros, Country Boys Barbecue, Smoke Kings, Meat Sweats, Flamin' Mongrels, and Grillin' in the name of. These were all trophy-winning teams, and in the case of the Meat Sweats, a multiple grand champion, internationally competitive team. I definitely had my work cut out for me. The other thing I did was grab my audio recorder so I could chat with those teams. Unfortunately, I only made it to five out of the seven teams. I ran out of time and couldn't get to Flamin' Mongrels and Grillin' in the name of, so I do have to apologise to those two teams. Who'd have thought that running a barbecue team and recording a podcast at the same time would be so hard? For those of you that do want to hear from those two teams, I did spend a whole ep with Brett from the Flamin' Mongrels in episode 9, and I caught up with Tim from Grillin' in the name of as part of episode 15. Go back and check them out if you haven't yet. And so with no further ado, here's what went down at the Barbecue and Beats competition on the Gold Coast. This is the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with barbecue pitmaster Ben Arnott. How long's it been since your last confession? Okay, folks, it is about 6 a.m. now, slightly after 6 a.m. I've just slept the night uh, on my floor in my, uh, under my marquee in my uh, swag, and I've, uh, it was bitterly cold. I was quite literally wearing uh, socks, underpants, thermal underpants, thermal undershirt. I had a blanket under the mattress in my swag. I had... Uh, three blankets on top of my swag and even now that I'm up and about and I've packed up the swag I'm still wearing my socks my underpants my thermal underpants I've now got my jeans on I've got my thermal undershirt I've got my hoodie on and uh, as you can hear the smoking sapper boys have started up early they got their psych up music going nothing seems to get them going faster than a bit of journey in the morning of the 15 teams that have entered the competition there's only uh, eight that have actually turned up. So the good news is I'm going to get a top 10 finish. Nice. All right, it is now 20 to 10 in the morning. The fires are well and truly lit. I've got my beef ribs seasoned up. They're sitting in the top of the smoker now. I've got some beautiful iron bark and some peach in there for the nice smoky flavors. 
everything's smelling wonderful. I've got a couple of hours now to just sort of step back, relax a bit. Now, because this is a daytime comp, this is usually the time that we'd be sleeping. Um, so everyone's just kind of hanging out now, which is pretty cool. Um, and I am going to run around and see if I can find some people to talk to. Let's see how I go. Okay, I've managed to track down Matt from Smoking Sappers. Mate, how are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad. It's been uh, a big night, actually. A lot of traffic noise trying to stay awake, trying to get to sleep, but it's been not too bad, and we're cracking on with the smoking on today. That's that's just the Gold Coast, mate. That's yeah. just how it is. I, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> didn't even notice. So, mate, the first thing I, I want to talk about is uh, is the name of your barbecue team. It's a really interesting name, Smoking Sappers. What exactly is a sapper? So, a sapper's are an army combat engineer. So, they're guys that do, uh, I suppose, they do minefield reductions and uh, they blow stuff up. Um, we have guys that do all the plants and uh, plant work, so roads, airways, and, and all the you know, building things and breaking things is pretty much what we do. And, uh, yeah, we've been doing it for a while. Building things and breaking things. I like it. I like it. Um, now, I understand that you've been doing some uh, some charity work lately. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so uh, we work with um, uh, Mates for Mates, which is a Queensland-based veteran, uh, I suppose, mental health and, and health organisation as part of the RSL up here. Um, so we go along to, to their nights and we, we cook barbecues for them and have chats with them and, and sort of work, just sit around and, and have a bit of a talk with guys about how, uh, like a lot of us have got our own issues, so we, you know, we're able to relate to them. And, and talk about, you know, part of the reason why we started our barbecue team is, uh, is that mental health and the ability for us to feel good about what we're doing and, and have a focus and a goal. And it, it's, it's really good. Uh, and we try to raise some funds for them as well. Right. So not only are you soldiers doing your bit to, uh, to protect Australia, you're actually going even further and helping other soldiers themselves once they get home. That's, that's incredible, mate. Thank you so much for, for, for everything that you're doing. That's fine. Um, so this is Australia's first day comp here at Barbecue and Beats on the Gold Coast. Um, what are your thoughts on the on the format? Um, I don't mind it actually. It's it's you know you can you can sort of get some sleep the night before. Um, the the timelines will be a bit tight for larger cuts. So we've got we've got a couple of briskets cooking, and uh, I'll be interested to see how we go with it because it, it's only a twelve hour time. Uh, but we've we've sort of ramped up the heat. We've done a bit of practice with a bit of hot and fast stuff. So I think it's not too bad. So by the end of the night. Um, we can wrap it up and hopefully everybody gets to go home to bed. I think most of the teams are local, so I think we will all be in our own beds tonight, which will be nice. So what's going to be your strongest hand in today, do you think? I think we, we got first place in Bundaberg for ribs, uh, for pork ribs. Uh, so we're hoping to, to back that up if we can. Uh, of course, everybody does. Um, so I think our ribs should be our strongest. But then, you know, as most of us have... So the things that we thought we were the best at end up being the worst, and the things that we thought we were the worst at end up being the best. So <laughs> that's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> so pork ribs are my uh, my personal nemesis cut. What tips would you have for backyard barbecuers who are listening to this episode? So I I definitely would use the uh, the Texas Crutch method. Um, doing the the unwrapped method is it's very difficult to get and you've got to get a really good marbled piece of pork which is difficult with a pork rib um so definitely wrap definitely use some unsalted cultured butter in there as well to add a bit more moisture and a bit more like, fat to help break down the, the sinews um and spritz often uh when cooking before you wrap fantastic love it how do you go with the three two one so i don't use the three two one so 
I find, especially here in Australia, the cuts that we can get in supermarkets and, and things, they're just, they're, they're not the, there's, there's just not the same uh, bulk to them as, as they were in America. So it's, um, I'll probably go two, two half is mm-hmm. the way that I found really good results with. Right. Yeah. Okay. So two and then a half and then a half. I know. So two hours, two hours unwrap, two hours wrap, and then half an hour oh, sorry. to let the, the sorry. bus set. Two, two, half. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thank you for that. And uh, so I'm going to be a bit cheeky now. What do you think is going to be your biggest challenge? Um, I think the biggest challenge will be the lamb because there are some there are some guys here that do lamb beyond anything I've ever experienced. So we're going to try some some new things and hopefully we can sort of shake it up and maybe give something different in and uh, and see what the judges think. Can you share some of those strategies you got in place to try and uh... Uh, just you know what the, the the biggest strategy is for me with lamb especially is we don't go for the traditional lamb flavors. Um, try something different. Always try something different. Feed it to your friends and family. And like our practice cooks, we bring large groups of people around. We bring sponsors around, and we sit down with them. We talk to them about what we expect out of like a judging thing, and we make them score us. So it's it, and that's turned out really well for us. And it's picked our game up epically from last year uh, to this year. And you know our first top ten finish in our first first place. So we're we're pretty happy with that. Yeah, very nice, very nice. So people don't just get to come and have a meal at your place, no. they got to come and work. Yeah, they, they judge. Well, they still get to eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a bit about what you're cooking on today. So we've got a 20-inch uh, Bullhead Creek. Um, I bought it off Chris Davey from Smoking Hot Bros uh, last year when he got his monstrosity. Uh, um, Rockatansky. Yeah, yeah. So we the bunker, we call it. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a good sapper's name. And... Uh, she, she's done really well for us, actually, and I'm really proud of it and the way that it works. It's one of the very first bulkheads that were that were made. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's like it is R&D sort of phase. Um, but, you know, it's been a really good pit for us, and we're really happy with it. And the other one is our trusty old Weber Smoky Mountain that I, I couldn't live without. They're, uh, they're just they're the most versatile pits. They take up no space, and they're just, they can do anything you want to do with it. Yeah, yeah, they are definitely very handy. Yeah. Um, I, I have a Pro-Q I usually drag around with me too for much the same reason. Very similar designs. So, mate, looking at across the field here of, uh, of, of other competitors around us, who do you think is the uh, your biggest competitor today? Oh, you know, well, I, I, I can't not go past the meat sweats. They, they just have this ability to uh, consistently hand in top-notch barbecue. So it's going to be difficult to hit to beat those guys across for consistency. Uh, brisket smoking hot browser here, which is quite daunting. Um, and even with the pork ribs, uh, you've got the, the mongrels that, are, that have always done well. You know, and there's a, there's a lot of you know there's a couple of grand champion teams here, and uh, there's others that have all won multiple uh, categories. Uh, you've got yourself here, which is you know daunting as itself. And <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 very nice of you to with say. With your amazing new pit that I love. It, um, but yeah, it's I think overall is is the sweats. They uh, they they're always very difficult to beat. Uh, and then for category wise, like the brisket, which is always one of my favourites and something that I've been trying really hard to get on top of. Uh, the bros are there and uh, no doubt they're going to give us a run for the money. Yeah, yeah, there was originally supposed to be 15 teams here and we've ended up with uh, with, with eight. 
and I was uh, just saying to my teammates earlier, I didn't realise that till after we got here, and so I, I had been looking at the team list, and, and there were a couple of new teams in there, and I was thinking, okay, well, I'll, I should, by you know, by law of averages, finish off the bottom. <laughs> And then I found out last night that uh, that eight, that uh, seven of these teams had pulled out, and I just went and and, and I looked at who was left. I like I, I looked at who was here, and I went, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, oh yeah. Actually, I forgot the country boys are here, and they, you know what? They're probably one of the most daunting teams in the country to come up against at the moment. They are hot to trot right yeah, now. They are. Yeah, yeah. Dan Dan does an amazing job, and his attention to detail is fantastic. And, yeah. Uh, you know, if I can if I can just tip him on something, I'll be happy. <laughs> well, I got my fingers crossed for you, mate. And I'll uh, I'll catch up with you again later on through the day. Thanks very much, Ben. Thanks. Cheers. All righty. Next, I've managed to track down Matt and Dan from Country Boys Barbecue. Dan, last time we spoke was down at Meatstock Melbourne, mate. What have you been doing since then? Uh, not a great deal, mate. We've been doing a couple of comps. We've done uh, the one up at Bundaberg, and we also just finished the one at uh, Gloucester. Right. How was Bundy? Uh, Bundy was a, it's one of those comps that you just have to do. It's just one of those comps that's so close to home and um, Paul and Bronny are just great to get along with, so we enjoy going there. And Matt, how was Gloucester, mate? I'd love to be able to answer that question there, Benno, but uh, I didn't go. <laughs> so, Dan, how was Gloucester, mate? Gloucester was great. <laughs> we uh, picked up our first ever uh brisket first place normally uh country boys struggle with our beef categories but uh after some helping hands from other competitors and things like that we were able to get ourselves a uh, first place trophy congratulations mate that's what it's all about that's something i love about the barbecue scene is the fact that everyone just gets in and uh, and just uh helps everybody out now matt just said he didn't make it to gloucester and i've noticed that you are without keith today what happened there mate is he just too soft for a queensland comp Keith is just too soft for a Queensland comp, and uh, he's also probably found another team to uh, do a bit of shigging off by the sounds of things. <laughs> oh, shigging. Them's a fighting words. All right, so along with Boyd from Sandgrove, Country Boys is one of, the, is one of Australia's most travelled teams. Uh, Matt, do you know how many kilometres you've done so far this year? Or, sorry, how, how many kilometres the, the team has done so far? Uh, about 6,000, I'd say, Ben. Because you, you got... Um, well, Melbourne, uh, NZ, up and down the coast, into and out of state. It's, uh, you can't fault Dan's dedication and passion to the job because he'll just go anywhere for it. I had forgotten about that, that flight over to Auckland and back. That's got to bump it way up over 6,000 kilometres, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's it's true, but at least we didn't put too many miles on the trailer for that one. <laughs> now, speaking of Boyd, I saw a very unfortunate photo of, uh, of his trailer broken in half on the side of the road. How's yours going? Yeah, she's solid as a rock, that one. Um, built by a bunch of brothers there's a lot of love in that trailer so i think she's probably nigh on unbreakable i think the uh the australian highways accept that challenge <laughs> they'll do their best trust me <laughs> but um i'll tell you for a lot of been questions a lot of questions have been asked about that pit and and why maybe we haven't gone with one of the manufactured ones but i'll tell you what it's as you've seen it's very nimble when it comes to temperature when you shut those vents off she drops 20 degrees to target temperature in a matter of half a minute to a minute. So, you know, you need that kind of versatility when it comes to different fuels. So, tried, tested, reliable, just like us, really. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Shameless self-promotion right there. Love Can't it. Hurt. I love it. So, Dan, what's going to be your strongest hand in today, do you think? Well, to be honest with you, 
I'm going to go with Brisket again because uh, after our last win, we haven't changed sort of too much and the quality that uh, we've been getting from the um, wing and beef exports is just unbelievable. Mr Coleman has done an excellent job in uh, sending us up some great product. Yeah, you just showed me that before. That was a monster of a brisket and that was just the flat. Can you tell me a bit about uh, what it is? So it is a 300-day grain-fed Angus brisket that um, was personally selected by Grant. Hand-selected brisket, got to love that. So do you have any tips for cooking briskets for the backyard barbecuers listening in to this episode? Just when you think it's ready, give it an extra half an hour. That's the ticket. Do you mean an extra half hour rest or an extra half hour in the cooker? An extra half hour in the cooker because uh, a lot of people are going by temperature and things like that and I was one of them until, um, as I said before, a couple of people have given us some tips and some helping hand and things like that and a brisket's ready when it's ready. So when when you're able to feel no resistance, that's when it's done. Don't go off your temperature. Fantastic advice. All right, Matt, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for Country Boys Barbecue here today? Here today? Uh, look, I think it's probably keeping our minds on the task. We've got eight excellent teams here today, and there are a bunch of characters. You've met them yourself. You're competing yourself, you know. It's, it's the, the camaraderie, while it's one of the big things while we do barbecue, it's also, it also can be a bit of a distraction. You want to wander over and throw some chat. It's, um, I'd say that'd be our biggest hazard because we love doing it. You know, you can't help wandering over and seeing what the other guys are doing, within reason, of course. But, um, yeah, I reckon as long as we can stay sharp, we should come away with something pretty special today. Very nice. So have you got any strategies in place to keep yourselves focused? I can see you've got a, uh, a whiteboard up there with all your hand-in times and that. Have you done anything else, programmed alarms in your phone, anything like that? Look, I might even adjust my previous answer. I reckon Daniel's biggest uh, handicap today is probably me. <laughs> I can't help distracting him. He's, I'm always getting underfoot and that kind of thing, but I reckon he's, he's managed to do well so far. Um, mainly not throwing me out of the camp, but, yeah, I reckon if I do what I'm told, if Dano sticks to his game, I reckon we should do okay. I'll redirect that question then, Dan. What strategies have you got in place to keep Matt under control? Um, <laughs> keep the handbrake on him, mate, to be honest with you. <laughs> But no, the, uh, we've got everything prepped and trimmed and, and everything's all ready to go now. It's just making sure that we get our, um, we hit, hit our targets at what, what we want to do. Make sure our chicken's on, make sure we get a good rest on our brisket and uh, make sure our lamb's just on point today. Great. Now there's uh, several really big name teams in here for this competition today. Who do you reckon is going to be your biggest competitor? Well, you'd have to say the Meat Sweats because, I mean, they're Australia's winningest barbecue team. They just come back off the big win up at Rocky as well. But, I mean, anybody can win a barbecue comp. So it's, it's any one of these eight teams have truly have the ability to pull off a win. Very poetically said, mate. I really like that. Well, thank you very much for your time, and I'll, I'll uh, remove myself as a distraction from your <laughs> from your tent site now. 
And uh, I'll just say once again, thanks very much and uh, good luck for the competition today. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate Cheers, ben. Best it, of luck. Fantastic. It is now five to one in the afternoon. It is finally warm enough. I've, met, I've managed to take off my uh, thermal underwear for the first time since I put it on at about, I don't know, t- midnight last night. And uh, I've managed to track down Tony from the Smoke Kings. How are you going today, Tony? I'm great, mate. How are you doing? Good, man. Good. I'm having a ripper of a time. Um, how are you enjoying barbecue and beets? Uh, it's unreal. Really good venue. I, I love the fact that it's, uh, that it's covered here. We've got a protection from the wind, the, the, the sun. Um, hasn't slowed down the beer drinking, but, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll push through it. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we, we do have to suffer for our art, so... We do, we do. We do. Yeah. Someone's got to do it, eh? Yeah, yeah. Now, my understanding is that, is that this is Australia's first day competition as opposed to an overnighter. I believe so, yeah. How do you like yeah. the new format? I reckon it's pretty cool. You know, it's good to mix it up. It, 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 it doesn't get stale, but, you know, it's always good to, to, to change things up a little bit and try different things like that, so I, I reckon it's a great idea, yeah. Are you getting a bit tired after not having that uh, couple of hours kip in the night? Yeah, yeah, we had a we had a pretty short short sleep last night, but uh, you know, soldier through. There's always next week to catch up again. Mm, yeah, yeah. Now I understand there was a little bit of uh, shenanigans uh, revolving your uh, re- revolving around your site here. Can you tell us what happened there? Yeah, someone thought it'd be uh, it'd be funny to gift wrap it in a bit of uh, well, a bit maybe hundred odd meters of uh, cling cling wrap cling film overnight. So uh, we complete with a nice big bow. <laughs> 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 nice, nice. Well, I don't want to point your fingers, but I think it's safe to say you've been mongreled. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, I'm, but, but rumor I'm not gonna, has it. Rumor has it. <laughs> but I'm not going to point your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. Now, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Smoke Kings out and about. Can you fill me in on on uh, what's been happening uh, in the in the world of the Smoke Kings? Sure. Yeah. We uh, our team's been pretty solid over the past sort of three and a half, four years now that we've been on the comp circuit. We don't do a lot of comps. Um, we've traditionally cooked on ceramic barbecues, Kamados, and uh, we decided that it was high time we moved into the uh, stick burner realm and uh, so I decided to build myself a, an offset uh, conventional flow stick burner and uh, so this is its debut at a competition for the Smoke Kings and um, yeah we've got a remodelled uh, logo and uh, j- just to identify ourselves a little bit, yeah. Well, it's a it's a beautiful looking trailer, man. I'm I'm impressed that that was uh, that was homemade. Are you like a boilermaker or something by trade? Or a long time ago, I engineering degree, so uh, mechanical engineering. So yeah, did a bit of that sort of work in my early days, learning oh, my okay. trade. So yeah, I, I just had to sharpen the the skills again and get back into it. So you pretty much just knocked it together on uh, on nights and weekends, then. You know, well, it's not it's not as, as hard as it may seem. I mean to say that the skills revolve revolving around actually welding and bending metal, working metal, and and certainly being able to pick up excessive weights like this and move it around, that sort of thing, that's, that's one side of it. But to actually design a pit that works, there's a lot of online information that you can get and, uh, and the forums are great for that. Everyone's really friendly and, and helpful in these, uh, in these circuits. So, yeah, you've got a lot of help from overseas and, and around Australia as well, yeah. That's fantastic. So what advice would you give to people who are looking to build their own pit? I would say just plan it really, really well. Think about how big you want it, what you're going to do with it. Um, this one's a little bit bigger than, than uh, you see a lot of the guys on the comp circuit. But you know what? I've got other interests as well, and, and I love my barbecuing. But I figured this is one way that we could attack the comp circuit, tow it, it's easy to manoeuvre, and I can also do mates and friends parties and that sort of thing. So it's, it's got a, a double aspect to it. That's a solid plan, mate. I like it. So we've got four hand-ins for uh, for barbecue and beets today. What do you think is going to be your strongest hand-in? 
I don't want to put a mocker on it, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sway with uh, with brisket this time around. It's it's always been a killer for us in the past, but we've we've done a bit of research. We've done a fair bit of practice since migrating from the from the uh, from the very efficient uh, ceramics to this. So um, we've turned out some pretty good practice runs in recent times. So I'm looking forward to a good result today. Fantastic. So what advice would you give uh, to people in the backyards cooking at home right now about uh, about brisket? Uh, don't be afraid to ask questions of other people. Look around, do a bit of research. If you want to turn out a really good piece of meat and you know really impress your, your, your friends and family, I think you've got to start with good ingredients. So that's that's a real highlight. It's something we've always we've always struggled for um, to try and find consistency and quality in your meat, um, and treat it with respect and care. You know, like it's you know you hear these guys on cooking shows and whatever on TV, um, they're always talking about showing it some love. You know, Tr- treat it treat it well and look after it. Don't don't it, don't over trim it, don't over salt it, and so forth. And don't over smoke it. Right. So don't uh, don't overthink it. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple. They're the, they're the. That's what you know. We used to. We always had at the start. We had this really firm mindset that we had to use complex rubs and complex procedures, and we had something like a twelve-step procedure. And we've cut it right down and simplified it, and getting better results than we've ever had. Is it is it two steps? Is it unwrap the brisket, throw it in the smoker? <laughs> For me it is. I try and get the other girls on the teams to, to take out all the other six or seven steps in between. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you stand on, on injecting a brisket then? Oh, I think it's essential. You know, we, we only use Wagyu briskets these days for our um, for our comps. Uh, certainly, obviously, with practice as well. You can't practice with something you're not going to use in a comp if you're doing competition cooking. But um, even, even with a high marble score, uh, piece of protein like that you, you still want to inject some some uh, fluids into it to help um, you know keep it moist on the inside let you've got to give that fat time to render down and it's, it's a fine line between rendering it out and drying it or underdoing it so I think putting an injection into it really helps balance that out a fair bit yeah well I think I can hear the uh, the listeners all around the world screaming out can I inject it with beer I've heard it done plenty of times. Certainly, dark beers too seems quite popular. Yeah, stouts and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, look, I haven't done it myself, um, so I, I'm not a I'm not a uh, even a beginner with it. But I would imagine that you'd probably want to take the carbon dioxide out. You'd you know just flatten it a little bit before using it. I, I don't know. I don't know the the difference between it, but it, it, you might find some remnants in the meat that aren't pleasant. Mm. So drink six cans, pour the dregs into a syringe and inject that. <laughs> Give it a go. <laughs> Love it. Waste Love not, it. want not. <laughs> so what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for the Smoke Kings here today? Uh, once again, the old consistency, trying to, trying to get decent scores across the board. Um, we've only got four dishes here, which is great, better than five or six. And um, being that it's a nice, short, compact little event, I think that sort of adds a little bit of pressure. But I think if we can just maintain consistency and get reasonably good scores, we'll be, we'll be in the box, yeah. And so what strategies do you have in place to ensure that consistency? Oh, we plan things out pretty carefully weeks leading up to these events. There is a lot of money invested by ourselves and some of our sponsors to support us, so it's important for us and for them that we get you know, some results and uh, exposure for them. Um, so what we try and do is we work out our cooking times very carefully. We work back from our hand-in times all the way back to when we take it out of the fridge or, or the, the ice chest and start working with it. Yeah, nice. I like that. I like that. So looking around the uh, the field here, we've only got uh, eight out of the 15, but they are some of the biggest names in Queensland. Uh, who would you Meat say? 
<laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Didn't even need to finish the question. <laughs> Albeit, they don't have their radar hill here today. They're, they're not working with the offset. Uh, what have they got? Pro Q's over there, I think. So and, and a Weber. So a couple of Smoky Mountains Smoky and a Kettle, Mountains, I think. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, look, they're, they're uh, seasoned experts at this. They're, they've got good, consistent results. They've proven themselves over and over for quite a few years now. So I think they're mm. the, the strongholds. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll have to confirm it with them later, but I am quite sure. I've seen on Facebook they have flown into a comp in Melbourne borrowed Weber kettles yeah. <laughs> and just cleaned house and taken over all the trophies. Yeah, so we'll see yeah. how they go today. It's rather annoying, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah some people are just too damn good. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> well, I, heard thank you. I heard there's another team, uh, Smoking Hot Confessions. They might be pushing up behind there somewhere too. They, they might give everyone else a run and, and uh, come in from behind. That is very nice of is you it to a, say Is so. it a Stephen Bradbury? Is that what they... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting for everyone just to, to, uh, to, to drink themselves to sleep yeah. and, uh, and, and miss all the hand-ins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine with that. Either way, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time. No worries. And uh, I, I can see that your teammates are all doing their parsley boxes, so you're probably falling behind on yours now. So I'd best let you go. Righto. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you. <laughs> you're listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with Barbecue Pitmaster... Ben Arnott. Oh, what a day, what a day. It's now 3.45 in the afternoon. I thought I was going to have all this recording wrapped up first thing in the morning. And i got to tell you, trying to run a barbecue team and record a podcast at the same time, it's a lot busier than you would think. But I have managed to track down Chris from the Smoking Hot Bros. Chris, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm very well. How are you? Good, mate. Good. It's been a long time since we spoke. We last spoke for episode four. So fill me in. What's been going on? Oh, this is usual, mate. Uh, obviously work and uh, lots more cooking. Sounds good. You've uh, been to a couple of comps, I understand, and I heard there was a bit of a funny story about Bundy. Can you fill me in on, on what happened there? Certainly. Uh, so recently we uh, had a competition up in Bundaberg and uh, we had some, obviously, meat and protein organised before we went to the competition. And uh, the day of, we went to pick up the uh, meat on the way up and... The delivery truck uh, unfortunately didn't make it in time, so we were uh, kind of uh, forced to uh, head off to Woolies and Coles and uh, do a shop up up there. Right, and so how did you go with your uh, with your supermarket stash? <laughs> Surprisingly well, I think um, the the attitude changed quite quickly. We said, look, you know, just have a bit of fun and you know, let's see what we can do. So you know, without the reliable meat and protein we're used to, it was. Uh, it was definitely a challenge and we actually saw it as a, maybe a, an option for uh, maybe down the track that, you know, maybe source your own protein or meat at comp instead of bringing your own, which is a, could be, you know, you could say a master chef kind of challenge. I, I actually quite like the sound of that. that. That's pretty good. So how are you enjoying uh, Australia's first day comp? Um, it's it's very different. It's very, uh, it's it's... It's weird. We're used to certain times of the day doing parsley box and, and you know doing your prep and uh, you know sleep patterns are quite different and offset. So uh, the concept's fantastic. With you know you're in the day of and out the night of. Uh, so logistically, it's a great idea. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, it just feels strange. We're in the afternoon and we're doing hand ins. So, um, but. In all, in all saying that, everyone's in high spirits and looks like it's going to be a great comp. I think so, yeah. We can we, we can hear the band getting ready in the background here, so uh, 
yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to get uh, kicking pretty soon, I think. So what uh, what's going to be your strongest hand in today, mate? Um, oh, hopefully all of them. <laughs> of course, of course. Hopefully all of them. Um, look, you, you, you never know on the day. So uh, from what we hear, there's some. Um, a fantastic panel of judges being picked by the promoter today, and let's yeah, you just never know. It's a it's a first comp um, here at the um, at night quarter, so hopefully um, we can satisfy what the judge is looking for today and get some good scores. Yeah, what I think a lot of people don't um, don't realise is that uh, the judges for today are actually uh, industry representatives, uh, mm. which is the first time I've ever heard of anything like that at a at a barbecue uh, competition here. Um, how do you think that's going to affect uh, scores? I think it's positive. Uh, obviously, having people in the culinary industry, they have a, a great knowledge, understanding of what you know, good food and well cooked food is. So, um, on that on that note, I'm hoping that you know what everyone produces today is judged on their merits of you know how the the proteins cooked and uh, and not judged on just one factor and you know, a personal preference. So, which is you know quite relieving. Yeah, for sure. Now you never did actually answer my question. Which <laughs> which hand do you think is is going to be your strongest? I didn't think you'd notice that. Um, <laughs> we we always um, we always love our beef category. That's always been a favourite of ours since we've started. Uh, we've been practicing our other categories quite strongly in the last few um, over the last year and tweaking. So I'm hoping. Um, We've got a little secret weapon of our lamb today to try and pick us back up on top there and hopefully our ribs, just those last little um, changes we've made will pull us over the line and uh, yeah, even chicken as well. We, we've, it seems to be our elusive category. We uh, always seem to be midfield. To, um, but yeah, I'm hoping uh, beef in our normal categories will help us through and just maybe pick up one or two to get us over the line. Yeah, so what advice do you have for backyard barbecuers when it comes to cooking beef? Beef is beef is very forgiving. That's one thing I've uh, always noticed with beef. Um, it's something you can either really focus on. Uh, if you have a, it all comes down to the quality of beef as well. If you have a great quality um, protein, no matter what it is, steak, um, yeah, your short ribs to brisket. If it's a great quality meat, it's going to be very forgiving. Um, in preparation as well, like yeah. Having the meat well prepped and you know everything just falls into line, you're not going to go wrong. Uh, understanding how meat cooks and when to rest the meat uh, always helps as well. So you're going to get that flavour and that tenderness come through if you can understand those basic uh, principles of cooking beef. Right. Yeah. Now you mentioned before that uh, that chicken was going to be your biggest challenge. What strategies have you got in place to to, to, to get you through the chicken category? Uh, well, KFC is not close by, so that's not an option for us. Um, outsourcing. Uh, outsourcing. No. Um, I think it's just where with chicken, it's more the sauces and. Uh, even the skin, we're trying to get that skin, that really nice bite and that skin is just one of our biggest factors, uh, the temperature on our pit. Um, we've actually brought in our Pro-Q today, our 22 inch Pro-Q, to try and get that hotter temperature into that chicken and uh, even a different method on how we prepared our skin on the on the on our um, cuts today, which hopefully will um, get us over the line. Fantastic, love it. Now, since I last saw you, Rokotansky's had some upgrades, mate. Can you tell me what you've had done to it? Uh, so uh, Rockettansky's had a few small upgrades. So uh, we've been fortunate to get a, uh, a new sink put on this, um, the back of the trailer. 
Um, we've also got a new uh, power system upgrade to it, so we've got some, uh, some cell batteries uh, for running our new uh, TV and uh, Nintendo Switch for those quiet times that keep us awake at night. Uh, we've also looking into a few other little modifications with maybe awning um, off the trailer itself. Um, that's really all we've been looking at at the moment. It's just obviously money is just the biggest factor with, um, with these things. And always, always, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. So, mate, uh, you are one of the top teams here today. Not to uh, not to be overly flattering. No, thank you. But. Uh, it's a pretty strong field here, mate. Who do you think is going to be your biggest competitor? Oh, look, the Meat Sweats are always up there with the uh, with some of the best, and always been well known to uh, um, been up with the top top teams. Um, Country Boys is always one of our you know good mates and has been performing very well this season. It's been seen on the leaderboard. Um, a couple of the, um, new teams have been getting around lately, like really in the name of um, and the guys from the Smoking Sappers. They've really been uh, lifting their game the last few competitions and had a few call ups. So. Look, honestly, it's a up here in Queensland, as you know, Ben. It's uh, strong fields always, and we're always known to have uh, very tight competition, no matter what size of the field. And yeah, it's anyone's game, to be honest. All right, that sounds good to me, mate. Um, uh, got my fingers crossed for you. Thanks, buddy. And uh, and we'll see how we'll see how we both go. Yeah, good luck today, mate. Yeah, thank you. You too. Thanks, Thanks. for your time. Thank you. Okie dokie, it's uh, getting down to the pointy end now. It's nearly four o'clock. First hand in is only two hours away. And I've managed to pin down Vaughan from the mighty Meat Sweats. How are you doing today, Vaughan? I am good. I'm a bit tired and a bit weary from a 2 a.m. start, but other than that, I am fantastic. Right, so did you actually like come down from Brisbane just this morning? I come down from the sunny coast to Brisbane and then we had to unload the old trailer from Rocky back onto a new trailer and then get down here yeah, from Brizzy this morning. Right, wow, okay. Now, speaking of your trailer, I've noticed that you don't have your uh, your monster hog smoker with you. Uh, why is that? Uh, well, we were told that it would be a bit difficult. We couldn't drive it in, and that hog smoker, we it is a bit difficult to manoeuvre and push around like that little red one that we got, so we opted for a few Smoky Mountains for this comp. Um, they'll get the job done. We're cooking probably a bit less meat than we usually do, but... Um, yeah, look, we'd, we'd rather be here and compete than uh, with the Smoky Mountains and not be here at all. Well, I, I seem to have it in my memory that last year or the year before, you actually flew to Melbourne, borrowed a bunch of Webbers, and then cleaned house anyway. So if uh, if anyone's going to still kick butt on something they don't usually cook on, I think it's going to be you guys. <laughs> oh, look, we'll try. Look, we, we, look we're not here to, to not try, but uh, yeah, we, we can cook on the Webbers. Um, well, they're good cookers. There's nothing wrong with the, the Webbers. Probably just don't have the real estate that we're used to. We, we, uh, we like to have a, a bit of stuff there uh, for redundancy, so um, if uh, we, we're sacrificing a bit of redundancy with this, but I mean, look, the Weber Smoky Mountains, they're good cookers, and um, yeah, just a bit less real estate, that's the only problem with them. And they're a prick to clean. Other than that, they're all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I see, I see. So tell me, mate, um, how are you enjoying this, uh, this comp today? Oh, look, oh, this has been relaxed as, like, other than the early start, I mean, the boys got down here. Uh, late yesterday afternoon which was an option which um, if, if we weren't working and mucking around we could have done and would have made a lot more relaxing but look we shot down this morning it wasn't hard everyone's been really cool as they usually are so look it's yeah look we're having a good time yeah, yeah I must admit I um, when I heard it was going to be at the night market I thought okay well that's a very firmly established <laughs> yeah. venue this is going to be kind of tough yeah. and uh, it's been the most relaxed experience I've had to date I think how about you Oh, look, it's it's super relaxing. Like, honestly, the most relaxing one we've had, other than this one, was Rocky, like, two, well, last weekend. Like, that was that was very relaxed up there. Uh, a lot of time 
for all them, the country people up there are very relaxed, very easy going, Noth nothing's a problem for them. Um, but look, this one is super relaxed as well. Uh, like, like I said, it's, everything's here set up, got all the amenities here, they know what they want, they know what they need to get out and you know, they're happy to bend over backwards to help you out. So yeah, look, this has been super relaxed, it's good. Mm. Now you mentioned Rocky there um, just a few weeks ago. Uh, how's your season shaping up this year? Um, yeah, look, it's going good. Like we've had, like we've had a couple wins this year, which has been like excellent. Like really happy with. Um, we've got this one tonight, which is like turning out to be a really good comp. Then we've got Port Douglas next weekend, um, and then we've got a few after that, like Brizzy and um, Burley, and then Port uh, Port Macquarie, which which we really like going down to. Uh, look, we can't. Um, well, we're, we're super happy with how this year's going for us. So like we couldn't have, we couldn't have probably th like look, we couldn't have thought we'd done as well as we had this year. So two, two GCs in a year is, it's like look, you got to if you're not happy with that, you shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> and the year's not even over yet, yeah, mate. Yeah, so. well, that's it. That's it. Speaking of which, where did the, uh, where does the meat sweats go from here? Uh, look, well, like I said, we've got um, Port Douglas next week, so we're going to shoot up there and. Um, that, that's going to be awesome up there. I'm really looking forward to that. I spent a fair few years up far north Queensland, so it'd be good to get back up there. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so I've spent a few years up there, so it'd be good to get back up there. Um, but look, we're just trying to knuckle down this year, um, get our cooks that we know what we're doing and what we like to taste of. That's what we're trying to do. We we played up a bit at the start of the year with different types of things, different types of hand-ins, trying a few different things, which which bomb pretty spectacularly in a fair few comps for it. But I mean, look, you get that itch, like, you know, to try a few different things. And, and look, people people obviously weren't too happy with it. They didn't didn't appreciate what we tried. So look, we're back to um, same old true tried and tested. Um, yeah, look, honestly, it's just all about, for us, it's just trying to pick the barbecue comps, trying to cook some good, honest barbecue that's, um, look, a, like appealing to everyone. Nothing, honestly, nothing too too fancy or too, too full on, just something that is uh that everyone will like across the board and um yeah yeah like i said yeah, that, that's pretty much our challenge for this year is just to get like good consistent results as we go through the year yeah consistency is definitely the key so yeah, speaking well. of your hand-ins what are you tipping is going to be your strongest hand in today um today today look i'm really i'm hoping that our beef hand in is is good today i think we put in a lot of effort trying to come up with a few different tastes with our beef and a few different things so i'm hoping that goes well um we've done well in chicken recently so i'm, I'm th if if i had to pick something i'd say our chicken is the best uh chance of going good but i'm hoping that our beef goes good so yeah that's 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 where i'm at with this Cool. So for all the backyard barbecuers out there, mm -hmm. what would be some advice that you'd give for cooking chicken? Uh, for chicken? Um, oh, look, honestly, for chicken, do what you like the best with chicken. Chicken is a, is a protein that can be cooked so many different ways and with so many different flavours. Um, I think if you're going to do comp chicken, uh, my advice is to keep it very... Uh, appealing across the board so you, if there's something a bit offensive in there or somebody says that they don't like a particular flavor I'd omit that flavor um, and keep it but if you're cooking at home for yourself and you cooking something and it is it is golden brown and it is delicious and the sauce and flavor you put on it then that is the way you cook chicken on a barbecue because yeah chicken could be cooked chicken can be cooked right so many ways <laughs> so, um, yeah like I said if you're cooking it and you love it 
uh, for your home cook, go for it. For a comp cook, um, yeah, try to uh, think about what people may not like and, yeah, omit that flavour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what do you think is going to be your biggest challenge then? For this particular comp? For this or? particular comp, yeah, yeah. Uh, this particular comp, I th- honestly think lamb is our biggest challenge. We, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say struggle with lamb. We do good with lamb, we do bad with lamb. But I think for this particular comp, lamb will be just for trying to pick what people down here might like with their lamb flavour, whether or not it's like herby or sweet or, you know, the different types of flavour. I think that that is what's, that's what we've been playing with the most uh, for this particular comp. Yeah, trying to come up with something that will... Yeah, appeal to everyone again. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, great. Now, I've spoken to, uh, I think, four teams so far, and I've asked this same question to all of them, and their answer is always the meat sweats. So oh, that question doke. for you then yes. is who do you think is going to be your biggest competition here today? Today, all right, biggest competition. I honestly reckon the country boys, they are doing some good cooks at the moment. They're doing some good, consistent cooks. Um I want to say smoking hot bros, but Chris stitched me up. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, they're, they're, look, they're really good cooks. I reckon, in all honesty, there isn't anyone at this comp that is not that, that can't win it, honestly. I think everyone here is really good. Um, but honestly, with the current uh, form of certain teams, I would not be surprised if the country boys took this one out at all. They are on fire at the moment. Oh, going real good. And yeah, real nice yeah. blokes too, so. Yeah, they are, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just want to say thank you very much for your time. No, no problem, Benny. I, I realise you've got to get back in there and uh, and tend to those Weber Smoky Mountains, so thank you very much. No, it's too easy. And I'll have my fingers crossed for you in there, and I'll, I'll wave from the bottom when you're up there collecting no, your No, whatever, I'll wave when you collect the trophies. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, man, catch you later uh, on. Sweet, Benny. Cheers, man. Bye. This is David Ong, and you're listening to Smoking Hot Confession. I guess at this stage, what you're all waiting for is the results. Well, for chicken, third place was taken out by grilling in the name of, second went to the smoking sappers, and third went to smoking hot bros. I need to point out there was only seven points between the top three. In the beef round, the smoking hot bros took third, meat sweat second, and grilling in the name of scored first by a hefty nine-point lead. When it came to pork ribs, the meat sweats took out third, the smoking hot bros got second, and the flaming mongrels took out first place with a fantastic score of 325. For lamb, grilling in the name of came third, the meat sweats second, and the smoking hot bros came in first. Are you starting to see a pattern yet? You can probably guess the way it went down for the overall scores. Grilling in the name of came in third. The Meat Sweats took out Reserve Grand Champion, and the Smokin' Hot Bros won their first ever Grand Championship. And how did I go? As I said before, this was a field of big hitters. I am proud to say that I came 7th or higher in every round, 7th overall, and even managed to pull a 4th in Lamb. I missed out on scoring equal 3rd by 1 point. 1! The last point to address is what I thought of the one-day format. Honestly, I really liked it. Even though I could have arrived early in the morning, I chose to arrive the night before. It was a great opportunity to just hang out and shoot the breeze, and I managed to get 7 hours solid sleep. I actually slept better at this comp than I do at home. My only issue is that by the time the awards ceremony was happening, most of the public had left as it was getting pretty late. You can't have it all though, and at a night-based location like Night Quarter, I think overall it was a great concept. How are your next few weeks looking? Mine are looking flat out. 
This weekend is my birthday, so I'll be cooking up a storm for that. My wife has even organised an international DJ to come play on the front deck, so that's going to be awesome. The weekend after that, I'm competing at the Burley Barbecue Championships on the 5th and 6th of August. The very next weekend, I'm competing at the Bangalore Barbecue and Bluegrass Festival on the 12th and 13th. Next, I'm doing a demonstration at Pure Meats Robina on the 19th of August. I've then got two weekends off before heading down to Barbecue Wars at Port Macquarie on the 8th and 9th of September for a collaborative team effort with Mark from Smartfire and Keith from Because Brisket. We'll be competing as the Smoking Hot Smartfires, so keep an eye out for that. I've then got another two weeks off before I head all the way down to Tasmania where I'll be the Queensland team captain for the Australian Pitmaster Invitational on the 30th of September. Is there a better... If there's a better way to spend the October long weekend... I don't know what it is. If you can make it to any of those events, do come up and say hi. I would love to meet you in person. If you can't make it, reach out to me on the socials. I'm at Smoking Hot Confessions on Facebook and Instagram and Barbecue Confessions on Twitter. If you want to have a good talk about Q, there is the Smoking Hot Confessions community on Facebook dedicated to teaching, learning and sharing all about barbecue. If you have an event you'd like covered or a product that you'd like reviewed, please send me an email directly to ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a chat. Now, do you like free stuff? I have an ebook that you might like, 27 Lessons Learned from Competition Barbecue. It's a collection of tips and advice from my own experience as both a competitor and judge. You can grab your copy at smokinghotconfessions.com slash ebooks. There's also a link in the description. There are two very exciting projects I'm working on at the moment. One is season two of the podcast. The details are under wraps for now, but I'll let you in on more soon. The second thing is a range of merchandise for all of you out there. Keep an eye on the socials as I'll be posting the mock-ups of the caps, t-shirts and hoodies shortly. Gotta say, they're going to be sweet. However you're listening to this podcast right now, please remember to subscribe, rate and review the show. It only takes a minute of your time but makes a big difference to the show's ratings and helps expose it to new listeners. Take care of each other and keep on queuing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions. <laughs> <laughs>